Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and on today's podcast, we are featuring Mercury Active, which is a company that develops and makes Incredibooks, and if you haven't heard of Incredibooks, you're getting ready to hear a lot about them. They're fantastic. I use them in therapy and with my own kids all the time, and we have Glenn Bakey and Mike Montgomery, who are going to talk to us about these books and Mercury Active, so welcome, guys. How are you? Thanks. Thanks. Great. And you? I'm Fantastic. Fantastic. And so, Glenn, why don't you introduce yourself first and tell everybody what your title is at Mercury Active, what you do, how long you've been with the company, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Well, thanks for having us on the program, uh, Hayden. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mercury Active. So, you know, we're a mobile gaming studio mm-hmm. based out here in Canada, and uh, we're associated with a larger animation studio called Mercury Filmworks. And we kind of got together with them over the last couple of years. We do lots of gaming for kids. And that's the space we really love to concentrate on. And we're looking at, you know, what is there in the market that can really sort of make a splash and, and do something a little different because there's a lot going on in the space. And we, we got together with a children's publishing company here in town hmm. and developed Incredibooks. And the program started with really having a, a book with an app associated with it. But then we kind of uh, looked at uh, augmented reality and we decided to come up with these Incredibooks. So, mm. you know, we can get, get going on that. But, you know, I'm the president of the company and it's been around for about three years and also have Mike here as well. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Thanks again for having us on the show. Yeah. So I'm Mike Montgomery. I'm the chief creative officer. As we like to say over here, I'm the fun one. Glenn's the, the serious business guy, and I'm the fun one. <laughs> so I, you know, really manage a lot of the, the creative, specifically on, on the digital portion of the creation of Incredibooks. Nice. Very cool. All right. Fantastic. And let me just go ahead and say from the get-go, because we talked about this a little earlier before we got on air. I you know, don't have an accent at all, not Southern in the least little bit, but I'm digging this whole Canadian accent. Like, I'm really <laughs> digging it. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, we can't hear your accent at all. That's right. No, <laughs> no, I'm accent-free. <laughs> but I'm really digging this Canadian thing. That's fun. Okay, so first off, let me tell you how I am so loving these books. You've been using them in therapy since we got them in. We, of course, first met at the Toy Fair in New York. The International Toy Fair, for people who are listening who don't know, I go every year. And this past year, I just happened to meet Glenn. I think you and I met at this Toy Fair, correct? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Mike, I think I missed you somehow or another, but anyway. Yeah, I think we missed each other, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I saw these books and figured out what they were doing, I'm like, oh, because I've been using books and therapy for 20 plus years. I use them almost every single therapy session that I have. And so these books are especially cool. For me, kids love iPods and kids love iPads and technology and all that. But I don't want to do too much of that because it takes away from the creativity and the, you know, excitement of books. And so this, to me, kind of does the best of both worlds. You've got a story, but you can also use the technology so you can sort of draw the kid in with it. So I love that. We would love to hear that. Um, You know, we thought the same thing. As Mike mentioned, I guess I'm the serious one here. He told me to be (laughs) fun on the call, but... We're working on it. Um, you know, we looked at the market and yeah, we really thought that this was something, a, sort of a trend that's happening. It's very new, mm-hmm. but just really marrying that physical and digital product. And there's been some toys out there that have done it. And, you know, there've been some comments on those that doesn't really work. But we just thought books really made sense with the technology. And of course, you know, we grew up with books, 
we grew up before all the tablets and the technology and we love them, you know, and uh, even from our wives' perspectives, like we have kids, young kids of our own. And of course, we all love a book, you know, um, that physical book that you use, you know, with your kids, you take that time to do that. But of course, like you say, they love the... uh, the iPad or your phone, you can't get them away from it. So we thought this was a nice pairing of it. And we're really happy with the way this piece turned out. Yep. And we're going to talk about them real specifically because I, I'm excited about that. So first, we'll sort of give a background. So we met in New York. We saw the books that you've got, but then we also saw the coloring books that you've got in production. And we can talk about those in a few minutes, too. So tell me a little bit, how do you come up with your product line? Like, How do you figure out to do these stories that you you did. So we've got four of them. We've got Jack and the Beanstalk. We've got Goldilocks. We've also got Three Little Pigs, and we've got Little Red Riding Hood. So how did you come up with the idea for these stories? So, I mean, we sat down when we, we came up with this idea. We were looking at which route we want to take. You know, do we want to look at acquiring licenses for this? Or do we want to start with something a little more generic? And, you know, at the time, we were looking to self-fund these. So we thought, you know, let's go with something a little more generic, but something that feels like it's a licensed property. So that's why we decided on these four titles. They're all titles that we grew up with as kids, the, the team over here, ah, you know, read mm-hmm. as kids and books that we loved. And we know parents of today love and are trying to keep that going with kids of our generation. Generation. Right. So we just wanted to take something, you know, take the classics and, you know, put a new spin on those as we're doing something different with these books. We wanted to take the classic stories, but just add a new spin um, as we are trying to do something on the digital side as well. We even yeah. uh, put that into the title. So you'll notice yeah. it's like Jack and the Beanstalk Reimagined. Reimagined. Yep. Uh, you know, we wanted some fun endings in there versus yep. the the endings of the past. Yeah. See, that's what I like when I was using them in therapy, but I've also taken them home for my own kids. And I've noticed it's in the classrooms when I'm using these because we've used them in regular classrooms and we've also used them in daycare rooms with younger kids. So we've used them with like early education kids, three and four-year-olds in classroom, in preschool classroom. We used it in regular ed, like kindergarten, first grade classrooms. And we used them in what on our end in North Carolina are called developmental days. They're actually centers for kids with special needs. And we've used them in those classrooms too. And those are ages for zero to five. So we've used them in the three and four and five-year-old classrooms. You know, depending on the age of the child, we sort of do the book a little bit differently, you know, which is great because you can do that with books. You can vary it a little bit. But I liked it because it keeps like I noticed looking around the classrooms and even with my own kids at home my like 13 and 15 year old like the story because they're creative and fun stories and they're a little bit different take on the original like you know Goldilocks and the Three Bears the teachers are all look around the teachers are like really interested like what's going on like the bears eating the porridge or the bears eating the stew or the soup or whatever <laughs> and so they're entertained and so as a parent reading this to your child it's cool it's fun and so it's a good book to read and it keeps the adults entertained too I think as much as the kids. Really happy to hear yeah. that. We definitely work with yes. the author. So Jay Popovich is, uh, he's the chief creative officer of Mercury mm-hmm. Filmworks. And yep. He really reimagined that as kind of his brainchild to add those times in there where as a parent, you kind of get a chuckle from the story. You know, your kids might get there at some point to understand it, but you are engaged with them as well. Yeah, exactly. And it makes it fun. And my four-year-old at home that I was reading the book to, that the 13 and 15-year-old got drawn in, the four-year-old who I was reading to, he was so excited about it because I'm like, that's what the bears are eating, the stew or the porridge or whatever, <laughs> or the grandma went to Florida, you know, in, the, um, in, go- in Red Riding Hood, the gar- right, grandma yeah. goes to Florida. And he's like, the grandma is not supposed to go to Florida, you know? And I was like, so, because he knows the real story. And I think that's also what we see in the classroom. Sometimes with our older little classroom kids we do it with, they know the classic story of Goldilocks and Three Bears, Little Red Riding Hood, or Jack and the Beanstalk. And so this one's got that twist to it. And so it's really cool to watch the kids as they're like, what? That, 
she can, she can't get on a bus to go to Florida. You know, I love it. I think that's great. That's and great. and you can ask little questions around that too, like you know, how are they different? And that's been a whole little side thing that when we were talking to the toy fair, I didn't even pick up on. Or I knew the stories were a little bit different because they were reimagined, but I didn't think that the reaction would be so the kids who knew the classic story and then now this reimagined story that that would be that much of a reaction. So that's been a really cool thing that I wanted to share with you guys because it's oh, really that, fun to great. watch. Yeah, that's it's really great. fun to watch. It's good, too, because then you can figure out these kids know these stories, and they're supposed to know these sort of classic little fairy tale stories. They're great. So besides these stories being very cool, now we need to really tell people what the cool thing about these books are. So Glenn or Mike, either one, why don't one of you to kind of describe how you use these books with the iPad and what they do on different pages of these books? Sure. So it's Mike here. We designed these in a way that we wanted kids and parents to be able to read these without the iPad. So we wanted them to, you know, be really great stories that stand on their own. Mm -hmm. But, you know, given that there are mobile devices in, in almost every household nowadays, we wanted to just add a bit of a digital extension to these stories as well. So what we've done is on specific pages in the stories that we felt were kind of, you know, had a key message or just a really great part of the story, We've added markers, and, and what that means is, is a little icon. So I'm looking at actually Jack and the Beanstalk right now as an example. Uh, so we have a little icon, it's a little purple icon in the top right-hand corner, uh, and we explain that in the instructions if you look at the front or on the back of the book. Um, so as kids are reading with their parents, they're going to look for this icon, and when they find one, they can then launch the free mobile app that comes along with it, You know, hold their device, whether that's an iPhone, iPad, or, or really any uh, Android tablet as well, They hold that up over that specific page with that page in the mobile device view. And -hmm. what we've done is we're actually taking this page and bringing it to life in 3D. So we're taking the same content, the look of the character, anything within that. So for this example, we're looking at Jack holding some beans. So we're taking that whole page and bringing it to life right on top of the page. And it's full 3D, so users can rotate, they can zoom in and out. It's full Mm -hmm. 360 3D. And within these, we've added some little mini games. Now, you know, we're not really branding these as educational. We're looking more entertainment-based. But there is a light element of education in them. Mm -hmm. We have a spelling game within each of our books. We have a counting game. We have a 3D puzzle and a coloring game as well. Mm -hmm. So within that, you know, we really, with augmented reality in the past, uh, we'd seen it, you know, a bunch of different applications that were really cool. But really, there was no real replay value for kids there. You know, it was really gimmicky. You'd see a 3D object come up uh, and very cool to see for the first time. But, you know, you do that over again, it kind of uh, is not so exciting anymore the second or third time. But we wanted to create something that really kept kids engaged with it, engaged with the book, engaged with the story uh, and with the 3D, with augmented reality. So that's why we really wanted to, you know, take our mobile gaming experience and apply that to these books. So again, you know, keeping them very fun, simple, simple mini games that kids as, as young as three can sort of figure out on their own. But yeah, you know, really just bringing those pages to life and allowing kids to interact with them in a fun way to extend the story. So the books literally like just come to life. I mean, they literally pop up off the iPad screen and parents and kids are like amazed with the whole thing when that happens. And the reaction, especially in a classroom of kids, is awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen them in the classroom, but they're like, oh my gosh, you see that beanstalk grow? Or do you see that wolf in there playing with the sandcastle? You know, it, for the Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf and the little girl are playing. Well, you guys know because you wrote it and developed it, but um, playing with the little uh, sandcastle at the end of the book. And the kids love that. They love to see the beanstalk grow. And they love to see them playing with that sandcastle or just because the book's doing something. It's really coming to life. We're really happy to hear that. I mean, we're so excited to see the reactions out of kids and parents when we show this to people. So I'm very happy to hear that about the classroom as well. Well, and some of the therapeutic applications for these books are, so you mentioned that they all have counting games. And I noticed that, you know, every time you read the story, they 
it changes. So like sometimes you count, for example, in the Little Red Riding Hood, you're counting hearts and the bubble hearts. And so yeah. I notice sometimes you're counting four, sometimes five, sometimes seven. So it changes each time you read the book. It's not always the same. And I liked it also because the bubbled hearts change location. So it's also kind of visually, you have to visually look at the whole entire picture and sort of track and find it. And so there's a good visual attention skills plus counting one to 10. It's really great. Thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah, we really wanted to play on the replay value there and give the kids a bit of a different experience every mm-hmm. time they come back and play it. It's great to hear that uh, you're experiencing that as well. Yeah. So we've used that some of our like visual tracking kids for kids who could be potentially visually impaired, you know, really searching the book and finding the little numbers to count. Also the same thing in Gorillas and the Three Bears. We were using it with a little boy this week in therapy. I was with another therapist and we're using it and he has a diagnosis of autism and he loves shapes and stuff. This particular book, we're doing Gorillas and the Three Bears with him and he likes shapes, but he sort of perseverates or sticks on those shapes. And he also loves the iPad and he'll kind of get stuck on the iPad. So this book especially has been great for him because we're reading the story with him. He's a smart little boy, but he just sort of perseverates and gets stuck on different things. And so we've been reading this story with him and working on, we kind of modify the story a little bit even and sort of simplify it in some ways for him right now. It won't be forever, but just for right now. And so he we work on actions in the book. So, But the fact that every so often, so many pages, we have the book come to life and we have the sort of the 3D image with little games on it keeps him entertained enough that he'll stick through the whole book. And that's a huge thing for this little boy. And we've seen it with lots of different autistic kids who really their attention for books wasn't that great. This has been great. And they know now, like every few pages, the books comes to life. So it's great because it's really about the story of the book, but yet the iPad thing keeps them engaged and interactive and sticking with us through the whole story, which has been wonderful. So That's I, amazing. Yeah, so That's I didn't. Amazing. I wasn't sure if you guys even realized that either. The fact that that you didn't put them all. Not every page of the story has a little icon on it, but every so few pages has one. And so there's like at least what four per story, I believe. And That's um, right. yeah, four per story. And so, you know, I think you paced them out really well. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not, but it works. So I think you should keep doing it like you did it. <laughs> That's great feedback. We we definitely did that. You know, when we were looking at it, we we. Um, you no, know, the books are about 30 pages, give or take each. Uh-huh. And we really wanted to keep the interactive experience special. And so we decided on four, given the ratio. Mm-hmm. And we think that that's a, a really nice mix. And, you know, happy to hear that it actually kind of contributes to the, the therapy that you're doing. Yep. Um, sometimes, you know, we, uh, we, you know, we're just kind of concentrating on the on the art and the fun of it all mm-hmm. and some light learning, but to see that, you know, it extends to kind of like a professional uh, type environment is great for us. Like, we love to hear that. I think it's great. Yeah. And the other thing we've used a lot with them are is too, is the action and the pictures are really good and the action and the story is really good. So in every page of all of these books, you know, the three little pigs, you know, these, of course, the big bad wolf's blowing the house down and then you have to build the house up. So if you're working with action words, and I've done this like in a little classroom of kids of you know, three and four year olds, this is the perfect age for these little kids. And the iPad, again, keeps them engaged because they love to see the book come to life. And then each, you know, you can take turns, you know, it's Susie's turn to make the little pig say pig. Now it's Johnny's turn to um, do the next activity for the for whatever it is. You know, the wolf is blowing the house down or blowing all the, you know, the 3D puzzle where you have to put the puzzle pieces back on the right page for three little pigs. And so, you know, all the little kids can, we can blow the house so you can get the whole class to sort of blow at the same time. And that keeps <laughs> them fun. interacted. And, you know, it's just a creative way. For, and it also gives the teacher some opportunities to be creative, you know, because you could, you wouldn't have to have them blow them. You could say, we're waving our arms to make air at this time, or just, you know, it lets the teacher kind of be creative too, which is kind of nice. So, That's great. yeah, I wasn't sure if you guys have thought about that one either. So, 
I'm just bragging on them for a second because they're just all the fun ways we've used them because they're really, I'm not <laughs> kidding, like lots of ways. And we've, it's interesting also in our waiting room where we sell the books, see parents and stuff reaction to them also. So we have these four books again. We have The Three Little Pigs. We have Jack and the Beanstalk, Little Red Riding Hood, and Goldilocks and the Three Bears. I saw online what's called eBooks, and I'm not familiar with your eBook products. So Glenn, could you tell me a little bit about what your eBook products are? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, of course, when you're building these products, you have different strategies along them. And we started with a physical plus digital product with the four books, the Funny Fables series. Mm -hmm. But we also wanted to uh, allow people who are more in the digital sphere to experience the books as well. And so we decided to take the assets that we've created and develop ebooks. Mm. What the ebooks are, are another way to experience the story. So really, it's taking the the exact same story, but we've added more interactive elements to them. So now on each page of the ebook, there's something to do when you tap around. And, you know, it's simple tap and play type activities and and kids love it. You know, they just tap around on the screen and they know that something's going to happen, whether it's uh, one of the characters are going to speak or we've incorporated some very light mini games in there. But really, we just wanted consumers or parents to really have another way to experience the stories. And, you know, with everything now in entertainment, it's all about discovery and, you know, how are you going to find out about these things? And it's just another opportunity for parents to discover really good content. So, yeah. you know, if you go to the store and you purchase the book, then, you know, you know about it. And, you know, on our website, there's this, uh, the, it, it's kind of telling you that there's a, another, another ebook and vice versa. If you're in the app store and you come across it in terms of the ebook, then, you know, we let you know that there's a physical book. So if you really like the product, mm-hmm. then there's another way to experience it as well. So we're going to have that for all four of them. We re- first released with three little pigs mm-hmm. and we have the other three coming out uh, next year. Oh, good. Okay. So the three little pigs is available now. Yeah. Yes. And one of the big things for us in terms of technology to get uh, again, the serious guy over here, but you know, with all the devices out there, we've developed them in such a way that if you have an Apple device, an iOS device, mm-hmm. or an Android device, you can use them. Mm. So whether that's on a phone or a tablet, but they work on both. So that was really important to us to you know allow people yeah. to have the opportunity to experience the products. That goes for the AR experiences as well as the eBooks. That's great because I think most classrooms I go into nowadays have a computer. In most homes, everybody's got a computer, but they've got iPads, phones. I mean, smartphone, these books work all with your smartphone. You know, that's a great opportunity for in the classroom. That computer with the ebook setup can be one of the centers. And so the kids could, you know, as they rotate through centers, they could do the ebook. And that would sort of carry over from what they had just learned in circle time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, still on a mobile device. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a mobile device is, is needed, oh, mobile but device, uh, gotcha. yeah. yeah, it's still on mobile, but um, right. it's certainly a different experience. You know, you can have that physical yeah. reading book area, yeah. but then also, and it's a little yeah. lighter. It, it, they're really, really, really fun. Yeah. So we like those ones. Yeah. Mobile. That just tells you how old I am. Cause I'm thinking, you know, stable computer. I'm not like really hip with it yet. So there you go. <laughs> so, so I'm just thinking That's what, it's kind of you on a regular computer versus mobile. <laughs> yeah. So Mike, tell me, you're the creative guy. What's it like to work with Mercury Active or just all these like creative people like hanging out all day long, like coming up with cool stuff or how's that? 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. No, it's a, <laughs> it's a really fun place to work. You know, we've got a great corporate culture here. Right. We're pretty relaxed. We get down to business when we need to, but we're pretty relaxed here. God and I both have a Nerf gun sitting on our desk right now. We have really? a, you know, a big wall of, of toys oh. on our toy shelf, you know, in our kitchen that where, where we sit at lunch. So yeah, it's just a fun environment. Very so cool. yeah, we work hard, but we play hard as well. See, there you go. So while I play with toys all day too, you're doing something similar. <laughs> exactly. It's it's research. Every yeah, day it's research. Exactly. You have to play with toys. That's what I, that's what I call it. That's what we tell our wives. That's right. We tell them, it's a hard day at the office coloring all day. That's right. That's right. That's what I tell people. I mean, look, the worst problem you had was that your the play doh that you had to play with was too hard or whatever. That's not a bad day at work. That's not a bad day. That's not a bad day. So, is that how you come up with different ideas for products? Because you said Mercury Active, you've also got the gaming side that you do, and then these ideas for books and other products you're coming up with, which we'll get into. But is that how you come up with different ideas? Just playing with different toys, and how do you come up with ideas for? new books or new products and ideas. Yeah, I mean, we really foster kind of play here. So we love people to play games. You know, we're really focused on mobile, obviously. So we Mm -hmm. love people to play different mobile games, as many as possible. You know, explore different toys, look at what's out there. You know, we really like to go to conferences, as you know, when we met you at Toy Fair. Uh, Go around and see what's new, what different types of toys are being built, what new applications we can really focus on based on on our technology. So it's really about just exploring and playing and looking for new avenues with, you know, existing products is really where we can have a lot of fun. And then how about the app development with these books? Like, I don't know much about app development or anything, but was that a hard process to get them so that you just, once you buy the book, then the apps are free. You just download the app to use the book. Was that a hard thing to make happen or all you guys are take of people you can handle that easy. No, it was actually, that was the most challenging part of this whole process. I mean, you know, books have been developed for years. There's kind of a process there. There's obviously, you know, the whole creative behind it and and coming up with something new that that was definitely a challenging part on that side. But for us on on the technology side, we really wanted to push the technology uh, and push augmented reality and what can be done with it. And that was our big focus is we're very focused on uh, fun and play, but we're also very focused on quality. Mm -hmm. So we wanted that to reflect in the technology as well. So there was definitely a lot of research and development that went into these, a lot of testing that had been done, exploring, you know, what else can be done with this technology that hasn't been done yet. So that's really what we focused on with this product is just, you know, pushing the technology as far as possible and just making it as fun as possible with looking at what kids are used to nowadays with, you know, um, console games and with video games and even mobile games. You know, they all look so great and, and we needed to make sure that our books felt that way as well and kids, you know, just appealing to what kids are already used to with technology nowadays. So then, Glenn, what's your favorite book of all the incredible books? What's your favorite? I think it's got to be Jack, Jack and the Beanstalk, Mm. definitely. You know, we had all the different teams working, and that was the one where I think the team, they did a great job on all of them, of course, but they really shone with that one, with what they were doing. The Beanstalk, the reaction that we get on it Mm -hmm. is just fantastic every single time. Mm -hmm. The artwork, there's just, in the book itself, the the big red door, Mm -hmm. the perspective of it. Our artist, Maria, just did an an amazing job with all the artwork, and uh, so it's definitely got to be Jack. (laughs) Really? And then, Mike, how about you? You know what? Honestly, I have to say that Jack is my favorite as well, only because I read it to my kids almost every night. 
they really have grown attached to this book. And, you know, we play games now. So I have two and a half year old twins named, named Cole and Olivia. Mm-hmm. And now they both want to be Jack. So they, after reading this, they, you know, they want me to be the giant and we'll run around the house. And <laughs> they say, we're, we're two Jacks. <laughs> we're two Jacks. <laughs> because I love it's it. the two of them. So, you know, I mean, I think because of that, that one's, you know, quickly become my favorite. But mm-hmm. uh, Three Little Pigs as well, I think is just such a great story. It's a whole lot of fun and a new take on the story. So, so that one as well, you know, I really love. Well, see, my favorite is Goldilocks and Three Bears, only because I think in the original Goldilocks and Three Bears, Goldilocks kind of gets a bad rap because she's sort of like the spoiled brat who just breaks into this bear's house and stuff. And so I kind of like the turntables because Goldilocks ends up being like a nice person in your story. (laughs) And so I like that. And I like this whole switcheroo. Then the bears kind of go into Goldilocks' apartment. And I like Goldilocks and Three Bears. But you're right. The pictures and stuff in Jack of the Beanstalk are great. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really, the best is that beanstalk coming up out of the picture because it's just the apps on all the books have worked great consistently every single time. It's great product. It's consistent. Every time I've used it, and I've used them all a lot with all these, it works every single time. And for every person I've talked to, no technical issues. I like it. You can turn the, with the beanstalk especially, you can turn it and it really is 3D. I mean, well, it really is like all 360, like you were saying, Glenn, and it just sort of comes to life right there. And and the kids like to be able to crawl around and see the whole picture, or you can move the iPad so they can turn it so you can see the whole picture, which is very cool. Thank you. Yeah. We really wanted to make this feel like it was part of your home environment when you're reading these books that, you know, this beanstalk Mm -hmm. was really coming to life in your house, you know, whether you're in the living room or you're in the bedroom or kitchen, you know, that's really why we wanted to be able to explore it, you know, rotate all the way around. We just Mm -hmm. wanted to feel like it was alive in your room with you. Aren't the kites the one that's in the Three Little Pigs? They're flying the kites at the end. Yeah. The kites also do the same thing, in my opinion, because they're kind of floating out there in space. Uh, Last night I was sitting on my four-year-old's bed and the kites were sort of floating on his bed. You know, they're flying like the beanstalk does. Same thing. That's No, that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. He loved it. He thought that was, he said, they're on my feet. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> he did. He liked that a lot. And so we made him fly on different places last night. So he loved that. But anyway, so are there other e-books or other incredible books coming? What's the future plan for these incredible books? Uh, definitely. I mean, this is the type of product where augmented reality has been around for a while. It's got, sometimes it gets a bad name because of uh, previous implementations, but we're finding with the mobile technology the way it is, and even just the being able to push the 3D art, we've really been able to communicate a really fun product here. And so the market uh, in terms of people at Toy Fair or at Kids Screen, some of the bigger conferences for kids have really loved it. And everybody from sort of the bigger studios or bigger entertainment companies, all the way down to you know regular parents that we have in our community here, everybody loves it. So we've definitely gotten some great reaction, which in turn uh, you know lets us progress things forward. So right now we're looking at acquiring some licensed properties Mm -hmm. because that's just the way on on the business side, I guess the way Mm -hmm. it goes where to get some traction and to have many more people see this, which is really what we want. You know, you need a, a property that kind of introduces the technology and what we're doing here. So we're close to signing some deals there and looking for the summertime of next year to do that. But in the meantime, we do have another product coming out uh-huh. with our coloring book product, which uh, we can say is with Mashi Monsters is the license that we are working with. Mashi Monsters is a online world that's based out of the UK. They have a huge following, millions of users, a really fun property. And uh, we're working with those guys and they're great. My Candy's the company. They're great to work with. And so we're working with them on creating the product and it's going really well. What we've done there is 
expanded it. So the way this product works is a little different from the books that you saw, where you're able to color a piece of paper that you've printed out. And whatever color you color, whether you use a crayon or a pencil crayon or a marker, whatever that is, once you hold your device to it, it comes up and it shows up with your colors. And as you change it, then the model that you're seeing with your device, it'll change there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a different experience and it's pretty fantastic because it gives you as a kid, I mean, all the parents, everybody, it gives you the opportunity to be a little more creative and feel like it's something that you've created. And you're also experiencing it on that physical and digital plane as well. So I saw those at the Toy Fair in January. When are you planning for these color books to come out? Because I'm very excited about them. Yeah, so we're looking at those to come out in Q1 of next year. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that'll be in the January to March type time frame. Good. So those will be ready at that time. Great. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're really excited. We incorporated a few things. As you progress with all this, you learn. Mm-hmm. So we've added some more gaming mechanics. That's important ah. to us. Mike was mentioning before uh-huh. that AR, you know, in the past has just been kind of that one-time wow factor where something would pop off the page and it was pretty cool, but right. not really a reason to go back to it. With our product, We want kids to be able to just use it over and over again. And so we're incorporating a few more game mechanics into the new products that we're developing that we think will be really fun. And also just something that is comparable to some of the digital products that the kids are using, you know, in general. So like what kind of game, like for the coloring books, I get it. You color. See, what I loved about it was I'm pretty like. I'm an easy date. I thought that was great just how you had it at the toy fair. So what kind of gaming things are you going to put into it? So, uh, for example, in one of the books we're creating, so we're going to be releasing two books. I'm, I'm not sure if Glenn mentioned that or not, but we're releasing two coloring books. They're two 26-page coloring books. Okay. And within those, there'll be three augmented reality experiences. Uh-huh. And with the first book, it's actually very fun because you can color a race car. So right. one of the characters actually sits in a race car. He has a helmet. So you can color the car, scan that with your mobile device. Then the car that you just colored comes into a racetrack, and you can drive the car around the screen, go over jumps, collect gems, that Oh, sort of thing. so cool. So, you know, nice. really trying to make more of a true video game experience right. out of this, but with, you know, the user-generated content with your own car, your own custom creation oh um, that you just created on paper. That is fantastic. That's great. Oh, yeah. That's, Thank you. That's fantastic. Nice. And so you'll have three interactive pages per book. That's right. And the other two within each book, so, we, you know, there's the main characters called the Moshi Monsters. So mm-hmm. with one, we've selected one of the more popular monsters. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to what you saw at Toy Fair, where you can color it, scan it, and then you can do different moves with them. So we have, right. uh, what we have is little dance games. So we have music playing. You can swipe your finger, and they'll do different dance moves based on your different finger gestures. So oh really just gosh, trying to make awesome. it a very fun experience that the user feels that they're controlling. That is great. That is so fantastic. And, you know, I think I said this at a toy fair, too, but whatever you color, though, is what the child sees, whatever they colored. That's right. And and maybe I can speak to that in a little more detail. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there is a traditional sort of coloring page, Mm -hmm. black and white. So kids can color with it, whatever they like, crayons, pencil crayons, or markers. Mm -hmm. And when they scan it, it actually takes the exact page or exact colors that they've colored and applies it to the 3D model. Right. So now this model is full 3D. You can move all around it. 360, you can zoom in and out. And it has the exact colors that the child just colored right on the page on that model. 
See, and I think there's so many uses for that. Uh, we have lots of kids. We have, you know, we do occupational therapy here, and a lot of our little people don't like to color or don't like to, you know, write with markers or pencils or crayons or whatever. But see, to me, this will get them because then they can color part of the picture, you know, and then they can see it pop up 3D, and then they can color another part, and whatever they did basically comes to life. So that's a huge motivation for them. I could see lots of therapy applications for this. Yeah, that's great. And one thing that we thought of in terms of the physical product was we're going to create it with a wipe and write. And so what that means is you're able to color it. You know, if you color the the car blue, then you can wipe it off, color it red. So there's some reuse there. I think that's value for the parents as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I think parents, classroom therapists, I think it would be great if you can wipe and write. That's perfect because then you can just reuse it over and over again. And it also keeps the child interested because then if they did it blue car last time, red car this time, green car next time or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stripes, all kinds of stuff. We can get all funky with it. Stars, diamonds, whatever. Um, You know, you can do whatever. But um, I could see that. I also see it as like parts of a whole. So we do that a lot. You know, if we we work on identification of pictures and stuff with kids, but then we also start to work on the detailed parts of the picture. So these are the wheels of the car. This is the nose of the bear or the hands of the bear or whatever. So you could color individual pieces or in following directions, you know, first color the nose, then color the foot or something like that, for example, you know, kind of deal. And then they can follow the directions and as they follow each direction then you can make the little thing come to life and then they do another direction and I could go on for days y'all days <laughs> I really That's could great. I could send me one of those coloring books I'll send you some feedback no, I'm just, um, <laughs> so you're looking for those to come out say it one more time when you're gonna come out again next summer or quarter Q1 uh, Q1 call it springtime of 2015 Fantastic. All right. Well, that's right after Toy Fair then. Fantastic. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So any other products besides coloring books or any other gaming products? What other things can we look for? Definitely. We have some things that we're working on that we can't really talk about, I guess, at this right. point. Sure. Um, but we're certainly looking to progress what we're doing in the book space. And as things progress, we're looking to apply the technology in various ways, right. uh, really concentrating on that physical and digital product mix. We definitely have some very exciting things coming out next year. Fantastic. And so <laughs> are you both going to be at Toy Fair again this year coming up? We can't keep us away from Toy Fair. Once, <laughs> once you've been there once, you, really, uh, you, you got to go back. <laughs> you really do. It's a good time. Well, I work hard at the Toy Fair. I, so I You guys were working hard last year because your booth was packed. Whenever I was there, it was always lots. You were working hard because <laughs> you were talking all day long. I work hard at the Toy Fair, but it's a ton of fun. I have a great time every year. It's so much fun. You know what? You are working while you're there, but mm-hmm. it really doesn't feel like work for us. Does it not? No, we, 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 well, I mean, there are some days that are tiring. I mean, we yeah. love what we do so much. Yeah. We love the products we're developing. And it's so nice to hear feedback from people like yourself. It's so inspiring for us to hear the real world application for what we're building uh, and mm-hmm. different areas that's being used in. So we love what we do. And, and this just kind of makes it all worth it hearing the, these types of things. I mean, your booth was busy, a lot of fun. I'll definitely be back over there again this year. Big booth, lots of activity. I'm sure you've gotten feedback from other people about these books. It was packed most every time I went by. And you can see sort of the hot things because all those booths are packed. And y'all were just fun and nice and um, very, very open to talk about your products. You could tell you you were excited about sharing your ideas with people. And I appreciated that because sometimes you go to some places and they're less as excited. And so I appreciate y'all's excitement and willing to talk to me about the stuff because otherwise I wouldn't have known all the things these books did. Appreciate it, Hayden. You know, uh, I wanted to say to you as well, you were so excited uh, when we chatted and 
you know, I, I love that you actually implemented that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kudos to you for that, where, you know, you, you said that right off the bat, when you saw the products that you saw so many ideas to help your kids out. And I just think it's great that you actually followed up on that. And, you know, we're, we're really happy to kind of met you guys and to, to be part of that. You know, we have fun while we're setting up the products. And of course, you're in business, but to take a step back and to see how it's helping kids in your environment and what you guys do. And of course, to make it easier for the teachers and your therapists and everybody to take a step back and see that it's really great for us. Really positive thing that happened with our product. Yeah, I mean, definitely. We have them in all of our clinic sites. We're using them on our clinic sites. We have them in our contract sites, places where we contract with. We have them for sale in our clinics, but we're using them every day in therapy. We really are, and they're great. And it's great when you see a new product at the Toy Fair that's different and exciting. Um, It gets me real excited about it uh, because I just, I mean, it's what I do for a living. I play with toys, but I help children, and so that's what I do. So when you find a product that will help me do that, you know, keep the kids involved. And for me, it's about what I can get the child to do with that toy or book or whatever, in your case, books. So I get real excited about quality product that I know is going to help me achieve that goal I need to achieve with the child. And so that's why I got excited. But it's great to go to the toy fair, see a brand new product, to get it and have it actually work is also very exciting for me. For it to really do what I was thinking it would do, plus more, which is really what this has done. Exactly what I thought it was going to do, plus it's done a lot more. And every time I talk to different therapists about how they're using it, I had a discussion with two different therapists this week. And I said, hey, this is what I was doing. This is very cool. He responded great to this. You know, I was getting their ideas. And they had totally different things I hadn't thought of yet. I was like, oh, dag, yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. So it's very cool cool to get a product that does more than what you thought it was going to, too. That's the bomb diggity. I don't, I don't know if that's. I think can, that's the best best, best thing we've heard. That's, I don't know if that's southern or Canadian, but bomb diggity is the way to describe it. Can we it. quote you on that? Yeah, use it on the website. Use it on the website. Hayden <laughs> says it's bomb diggity. I'm sure that'll get all kinds of mileage for you. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, quote me. This has been a ton of fun. I really appreciate you both being here with me today, Mike and Glenn. But before we go, can you, Mike, tell me where we buy these books? Definitely. Well, again, thank you for having us. The books are currently being sold at Walmart stores across Canada. Uh, We're hoping to be be in the U.S. soon, Mm -hmm. but they're also being sold online on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And if anybody's looking for more information, they can look at the website, which is www.incredbooks.com. And that's Incredibooks with an E. Uh, So we spelled that a little bit different. Mm -hmm. On there, you can find links to, you know, you can look at the product video, find a little bit more information about the product, and then actually find links to purchase the books on Amazon and also download the apps and our eBooks as well. Yep. And if people also, they can check out our website at www.pediatricdt.com. We have the books online. You can see them as well. And you can buy them from us also, but you can see, you know, also what the products are like as well there under our book section under toys and products and books. So that's great. Yeah, I hope they are on the Walmarts here soon. So that would be fabulous because everybody's got a Walmart, right? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) That's right. But everybody's got Amazon too. So thank you guys again for being with me here today. I really appreciate it. It's been a ton of fun. Y'all are fun. I'm excited about seeing (laughs) you in January. Well, thanks, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. And, and you guys you guys are a lot of fun as well. Yeah. yeah we well, really, really appreciate it. I'm bringing more people with me this year. I've got Kirstie and Kim, two of our team leads who have been on podcasts here before. They'll be with me. And Allison, who's done podcasts with me as well, too. So we'll all be there. So we'll visit all together. So we'll bring our Southern. 
to New York. <laughs> That's great. We'll bring our Canadian accents. There you go. Great. Well, thank you guys. I really do appreciate it. And thanks everybody for listening. I um, hope everybody will check out these incredible books. They really, really, truly are in great books. So many things that you can do with them. They're a great therapeutic application for these books. So I appreciate everybody listening today. Uh, check these out and I'll catch you on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 